Happy Wednesday, Wildcats fans, and as always, thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we're going to talk all Arizona basketball here. We're going to talk about where Arizona fits in in the rank with the conference. Everything you name, we've got it here. Let's get it started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it Locked On Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to this show. We're going to uh, talk, though, about Arizona basketball. The conference play is in... uh, is in uh, right is setting up right now, and so we're going to go. We're going to talk Arizona, and then we're going to talk about where everything matches up here with the Wildcats and possible teams that they're going to play against. So, all right, first Arizona. What do you need to know about Arizona? Um, first, you need to know that Arizona is one of the top five to seven teams in the country. Um, There's really no other way around it. They're one of the top five to seven teams in the country. I'll get people all the time that'll say something like, um, well, you know, uh, Arizona um, doesn't necessarily look good against uh, so-so, whatever the case may be. I don't care about that because, again, everybody has flaws this year. Anybody that's watched basketball knows that college basketball is without a true, I guess, dominant team. Everybody's got some flaws, and that's where uh, I think that's where Arizona obviously uh, falls into the mix. Um, so now, first, let's talk about Arizona and the players up front. And we were going to be a broken broken record here. I almost said a broken ball. We're going to be a broken record here, but Arizona has played very, very good basketball um, because the two big men up front who are absolute problems. Um, there is, uh, um, there is, uh, a lot to really like about what they both got going on right here. Now, um, Umar Ballo, Azulis Tabellas, both are real problems. Um, they're, they are the best front court. Um, they are the best front court in the country. Um, and, uh, you know, and they play off of each other perfectly. With a Julis, you've got with a Julis, you've got kind of the skill running the court. You've also got a guy who can finish around the basket and just can do a variety of different things. Now, again, he's not, uh, and I got to be careful here. He's not the toughest dude in the world. He's tough, but he's not the toughest guy in the world. Um, but and he's always going to have a little bit of an issue, I think, uh, finishing around the basket with other players uh, of length, which I think limits his NBA potential to a certain degree. But who cares? Because as an Arizona fan, the, my main priority is Arizona basketball in the college realm. So again, I don't really care too much about that one. Um, then Umar Ballo, I think is much, much the same way when you think about it. He's kind of he's kind of limited athletically. He's going to have a little bit of a hard time finishing in the hoop around other players. But you know what? I'm all right with that as well because I my main thing with him is I just want to be 
I just want him to, again to be able to finish around the hoop, and um, I, I just want him to be able to finish around the hoop and dominate the college game, and that's what he's been able to do. So again, we're very lucky to have both those guys. Then, on top of that, you've got the uh, you've got Pella Larson, who is you know. Again, Pella is definitely not as good as he was made out to be, but Pella is also not a bad uh, Pella is also not a bad player in the least. Pella is a player who, you know, again can get to his spots on the um, when he plays within himself, he can do some really good things. And right now, I think that that's uh, something that people uh, should should respect. Tommy Lloyd has talked about it from uh, from day one that he wants guys defensively that are able to you know, really lock some other players down. And and he's been able to do that. I mean, let's be honest here. He's been a very good defensive player. and But offensively, he definitely struggles. Um, he For whatever reason, he can't really shoot. Um, and the handle really isn't there. But he's, a, but he's a guy that Tommy Lloyd, who knows more about basketball than I do, likes having out there on the court. So you know what? If Tommy Lloyd likes having him out there on the court, then I'm good. Then that's good enough for me. I'm totally okay with that one. Um now with uh now when it comes to uh Arizona, you know, and what they're what they're doing out there, um I like uh the perimeter is okay. It's just it's just I mean, you know, it's better than average for sure. Kirk Creesa is a Kirk is good. Kirk Creesa is not great by any means, um, but he is definitely more. Uh, he's definitely better than uh, what um, you know. What uh, you know, other people are going for out there. Um, he gets a lot of assists, but this team, you're definitely gonna have a little bit of. You're definitely gonna have a little bit of. Uh, um, how do I put this? Um, problems against teams that really pressure the ball, and I don't know that that should really be a surprise to anybody. That's just kind of the way that it is, um, and that's nothing that's really going to be able to be uh, replaced this season. But fortunately for Arizona, especially in the Pac-12, there's only a certain amount of teams that uh, there's only a certain amount of teams that can really uh, that can really pressure Arizona in that regard. So again. Take it for what it's worth. Arizona is still a top five to seventeen. Now, its biggest competition is UCLA. UCLA and Arizona are far and away the two best teams in the conference um, by a mile. And UCLA is interesting because while they're not tall, they are athletic, they're scrappy, and they can um, they can do a lot of different things. Um, I. Uh, I watch UCLA and they've got some dogs on this team that a lot of times you just, you know, you either have dogs or you don't have dogs. I know that sounds like a, yeah, no duh, but yeah, that's just kind of the way it is. You either have dogs or you don't. Um, and uh, I think that um, I think right now um, UCLA with Tiger Campbell, Jaime Hawkins, Jalen Clark uh, and Bona, uh, you David Singleton, you've got players that can cause problems for Arizona. But the problem, though, is that they're just not that big. And against Arizona, 
if you're starting guys that are six nine and six seven against guys who are seven foot and six ten, that could be an issue. But as we've also seen, some of the Arizona big men have a little bit of problems with length. So keep that for what it's worth. Um, but UCLA, very good. Top 15-ish, top 10-ish team in the country. Quite good. Very impressed by them. Um, then after that, there's kind of a lot of also rands that are talented that you can sneak up on you on a game, but they're just not that good. Um, I would say first, uh, um, well, right now, I guess you got to say that uh, U- USC has been interesting because they're very much Jekyll and Hyde. Um, one game, they can look like the best team in the conference. Then another game, they can they can really, really struggle. Um, now, I think with uh, I think with uh, Arizona, the one thing that um, um, I think with Arizona, one thing that you uh, you look at and you're uh, kind of interested by is Tommy Lloyd is obviously a much better coach than uh, Tommy Lloyd is obviously a better coach than uh, Andy Enfield. I like Andy Enfield, but um, he Andy, uh, but uh, Tommy Lloyd is certainly a better coach than uh, than him. With uh, with Arizona, though, um, you know, with USC, the only thing you really got to worry about is they've got a couple guys that can go off at any point. Drew Han or uh, Drew Hamlin, um, Drew Peterson can go off. He's one of the handful of best players in the conference, along with Tiger King, or excuse me, uh, Boogie Ellis. Those guys can get you on a given day. Those guys can get you thirty points. Um, but there's not a ton else other. I like Reese Waters Dixon. Um, Kachani Wright's okay down low, but you just don't really have an, enough size to me. And you know, the coaching isn't good enough to be able to take Arizona out in that regard. Um, so that's kind of where you're at with those. Now, a team that has been a major disappointment that we're going to talk about in a second, but first, Bet Online, Bet Online Sportsbook. All right. So um, before the year, if you liked Arizona to win the Pac-12, you could have gotten some pretty good odds, and you should have gone to Bet Online Sportsbook to be able to get those odds. That's where, you know, that's where uh, the best lines are, the best odds are. You name it, they've got it, the Bet Online Sportsbook. Um, now, with, uh, with um, Arizona then, the, uh, the one thing that I do find impressive, though, against any team is that they're a good betting team. So I would go to the Bet Online Sportsbook and I would bet on Arizona. If you can still get good odds to win the conference, I would go there and I would do that. Check it out, Bet Online Sportsbook. Come right back with us. We're going to continue to talk here. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Now, Arizona. Oh, shoot. Sorry about that. I didn't have the uh, bet online thing. Well, again, this whole segment is still bet online. It's so good. We're going to keep it on here. All right. Now, uh, when it comes to uh, Arizona, um, when it comes to Arizona, when it comes to uh, Oregon, Oregon was a team going into the year that I had no clue what to expect, but I also didn't think that Dana Altman was going to have a second poor year. This could be a situation where Dana Altman has a second poor year. And obviously that's uh, this something that you're not super excited about. Um, I watch Alt or, uh, but there is a lot of talent there still. You've got, you know, up front, you've got, uh, uh, and Folly Dante, 
who, with the exception of you know, Arizona's bigs, might be the best big in the conference. He's good. He's good. He can play. Um, there's a lot to like there with him. Uh, then next to him, it gets interesting because I think they wanted to have Nate Biddle, but Nate Biddle hasn't been able to play for them. So uh, that's a, you know, that's that's a problem, obviously. Um, but, uh, and, you know, Will Richardson is one of the best players in the conference. He's definitely the best point guard. But the issue, though, with him is that, you know, I'm just not sure how tough he is. And I'm not sure that that's something that's ever going to uh, really be alleviated. It's just kind of, it's just kind of who, uh, it's just kind of where we are. Um, now, uh, they're kind of disjointed, but I will say that, I will say that, um, um, how do I put this? Uh, it would not surprise me at all if it would not surprise me at all if Oregon ends up being good at some point because we've seen this a million times. But also so far, you don't see a lot to indicate to you that they are going to be good. Again, we'll keep you up to date on that one. But it's just kind of odd seeing Dana Altman team struggle two years in a row. All right, then ASU. You now again, <laughs> we all just watched ASU. And we certainly saw that um, they are a talented bunch. They can do some things out there that are very, uh, they're very good, no doubt. They're long, they're athletic, they scrap hard for their coach. They do a lot of really good stuff. Um, but the one thing about it is, you know, Bobby Hurley is going to limit you as a, uh, as a, as a coach. Bobby Hurley is going to limit you. That's just the way it is. He um, his skill is also his, uh, his, uh, detriment in that he, um, he's not very, uh, again, when you just let guys roll the ball out on the court, this kind of is what it is. Um, you're going to be good sometimes. Now, again, when you've got, they've got length, they got athleticism. You got the Cambridge boys, you got Warren Washington, you've got Frankie Collins, you've got. Um, got horn. You've got a bunch of guys that are long and athletic, but if you don't have a coach that can really sustain that kind of in a, you're in a little bit of a jam right there. And that's going to be something that will always be uh, a problem. I think for teams, as long as um, a team for teams, as long as Arizona, uh, you know, is uh, Arizona State has Bobby Hurley. Now, you can say to yourself, well, you know, they play hard. This is a tournament team. So, again, um, I think a lot of people are trying to minimize going into ASU and winning in the manner in which they did. But ASU is a tournament team. They definitely don't stink. And I guess that is kudos to Bobby Hurley. But those are really the teams right now. And, again, I know I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth. You know, with Utah, ah, heck, we'll throw Utah in there. You saw what Utah did against Arizona. Utah is not a bad team in the least. As a matter of fact, Utah is a pretty good team. Um, probably a tournament team as well. I just don't feel that they have the horses right now to be able to um, – I just don't think that they have the horses right now to be able to uh, compete regularly. You can knock a team off at home from time to time, but it, outside of that, you're not going to get a lot of uh, – 
you know, you're not going to be consistently that good. And that just kind of plays in with, uh, you know, what Utah's mantra has been over the years. So, again, we'll certainly uh, certainly keep an eye on that one as well. All right, we're going to take a quick break, come back. We're going to break down the rest of the conference. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we've got, let's talk a little bit of the rest of the conference. And this is kind of where, this is kind of where it gets a little bit frustrating because I think as Arizona fans, you wish that the conference would be better across the board, but as always, there are some dregs out there. And, you know, that's certainly a, uh, that's certainly not something that you love to see. Um, Now, who are some of these dregs? Your usual suspects. Let's put it to you like that. Cal stinks. Um, with uh, you would certainly think that with uh, um, you know, some of the benefits you have of being in the Bay Area, you'd be better. But they're not better. They stink. And I think a lot of people are still trying to figure out the reason why they stink. But I can tell you at the beginning, Mark Fox is one of the reasons that they stink. Um, he is a terrible coach. He should have never been the coach of Cal. And that's always going to be a uh, that's always going to be a drawback for him. Sorry, just the way it is. Um, our good friend Anthony Jamino always says, "If you don't have a coach, you don't have anything. And if you don't have a coach and you don't have anything, then that is a that's an issue. And they're just kind of there right now. Then you got Oregon State. Um, I like Wayne Tinkle. I think he's done a pretty good job, um, but." you know, they're always going to be limited and they're going to be prone to having some very, um, they're going to be prone to having some very uh, tough games from time to time. I'll put it to you like that. Um, And, uh, you know, that's just kind of the way it is. Colorado under Tad Boyle is always, uh, is always solid. He, um, but again, you're never going to, um, you're never going to get, um, you know, probably to the next level with those guys. And again, that's not anything bad. That's just kind of the way it is. Um, now, with uh, with Colorado, though, he does a pretty good job of developing players. And I don't know exactly what um, I don't know exactly what uh, what their end game is there at Colorado. But again, it's a pretty good player or a pretty good coach for what they have. I'd be happy if Tad Boyle was my coach. Uh, Wazoo, I don't know what to think of Kyle Smith. I like Kyle Smith a great deal coming in from San Francisco. I think he's a pretty good between-the-lines coaches, but the problem, though, with Kyle Smith is that he is just, uh, for some reason, he's abrasive. He definitely rubs people the wrong way, and I think that's been shown time and time and time again. Um and he, uh, you know, that's just kind of the way it is. I, you know, when you're a, bra- some coaches are good coaches. Some are a little abrasive, rub people the wrong way. That's just kind of the way it is. And that's the way that uh, Washington State, I think, is under them. Now, the other teams, uh, Washington, Mike Hopkins stinks. He's not a good coach. And so that's kind of where we're at at this, at that point right now. All right. We will be back with you tomorrow. You've been listening to Locked on Wildcats.